Welcome to my favorite podcast with Noah Marger. into town on Friday. He stays three days and leaves on Friday. You might be saying, how is this possible? Well, dumbass, the horse's name is Friday. Uh, That is an anonymous quote. We don't know who said that, where that came from. It's just sort of always been there, sort of just always been in the universe. So just worth saying, you know, at the top of the show, wherever the horse's name is Friday. You just say that out loud and wherever you're at and people will just know, oh, the horse's name is Friday. So that's cool. That's sick. Um... Welcome back to my favorite podcast. This is the podcast about people's favorite things. I am, of course, the host of this show, whether you like it or not. Uh, Noah Marger, back as always with you guys. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, When we're recording this, uh, not when it comes out, but as we're recording this, it's basically been a year since we've all been inside or not inside, depending on our situation uh, due to the pandemic. So happy one-year anniversary to the pandemic. Love that. Love that we're celebrating a full trip around the sun of this <laughs> stupid fucking bullshit. So that's awesome. Uh, but enough about <laughs> enough enough harsh reflection of reality at the beginning of this beginning of this stupid podcast. I'm going to introduce my guest today. Very excited to have him on the show. Uh, my guest today is an actor and comedian who's one third of the sketch group The Shrimp Boys and a member of the comedy collective Hell Trap Nightmare. You can watch him stream live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thelukeman. Link to that and more will be in the description. Definitely go check out twitch.tv slash thelukeman. Check out the Shrimp Boys website. All that stuff will be linked in the description. It is my pleasure to have on the show today. Please welcome Luke Taylor. What's up, Luke? Happy to be here, my man. Extremely excited uh, to talk about what we're talking about today. Loved the intro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all downhill from here, <laughs> so I, glad you enjoyed the intro, because it's not going to get better. I love the riddle. I love sort of starting things out with a riddle. I think that's a very strong way. It's like, if people are thinking, you know? Yeah, I, part of me was like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll announce the riddle at the end of the show, make, give people a good reason to stick around sure, and sure, sure. You know, keep going. Have you, do you, were you well aware of the horse's I, name is Friday? I, I had forgotten it. Um, a, <laughs> right. But then when you said Friday, I was like, oh, yeah, that. But I didn't know. But you're saying I was like, he's right to the town. I really confused me at first. <laughs> Dude, it's literally stuck with me since I was a little kid. Mm. Just hearing that for the first time and being like, that doesn't make sense. How does that work? What's what's going on? And then someone literally had to tell me, Dude, he wrote in on Friday and the horse's name, name is, is Friday. Friday. It's the same it's shit. And I was like, oh. Okay, yeah, so that's actually riddles. pretty dope. But riddles, <laughs> riddles are like yeah, we don't have to do rid- like you. Riddles are from a time when you had to figure out what to do for like eight hours without electricity. You know what I mean? That's it, dude. Yeah. That's literally it. Yeah. People like used to wake up, play parlor games yeah. until the sun went down, and then sleep for sixteen yeah. hours, and that was their whole life. That fucking sucks. Be in a field with like one sithel thistle like going around <laughs> and just like twisting it and thinking hmm the horse is friday you know? <laughs> what the fuck's going on with that horse why is his name friday could it have been anything and then you realize like i can do that riddle 
about any day of the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the horse's name just has to be that name of the Monday. week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, man, it's been a year, like I said at the beginning, yeah. since we've all sort of just been enduring this BS. Um, how has your how's your one year anniversary of quarantine slash a pandemic going? It is crazy because I was literally thinking uh, like an hour before I got on how like the last comedy show I did was on the ninth. And then oh, it shit. was like so that was Monday. And then I was supposed to go home back to where I grew up in D.C. on Thursday. And then like Monday night, I was like, should I not go back? And my parents were like, no, nah, what are you talking about? And then like by Thursday, it was like, oh, I cannot fly yeah. on a plane. And it, it's. <laughs> It is wild that, like, that week, how much it changed, you know? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Do you remember the moment? Do you remember where you were when you sort of realized the enormity of the situation? I think I was at my house at, like, I, David Brown, another member of the Shrimp Boys, and his girlfriend Izzy were over, and we were like, oh, should we have, like, not... Like, that was the last time we, like, hung out inside in yeah. person for a year, you know? Like, it, yeah, I think it was like, oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that. And it felt so weird, you know? Yeah, it was a very it was a very strange feeling of like, what am I what am I supposed to do right now? What's the right thing to do? Totally. Like, do what? What the fuck is this? I remember like the last the last thing I did prior to like deciding like probably shouldn't go out, probably shouldn't leave my house was I went to a fucking restaurant. That was the last thing I did, and that's, like, the number one worst thing worst, you could probably yeah, do yeah, yeah, right now. Yeah. So you just – no one knew, and everyone was just like, what is this thing? We all thought we were going to be inside for, like, a month maybe at most, I know, that was, here we are. It, it also is crazy that how serious I feel like I was taking it, and I'm still taking it seriously, but – or just, I guess, coupled with the fear that is, like, not dissipated in many ways, you know? It's 100%. Like, dude, we were, like – I was, like, we were, like, wiping down our groceries and stuff. Now I'm, like, all right, well, I'm not going to – you know what I mean? I don't really yeah. do that anymore, you know? It's such a – No, 100%. Yeah. And it's, like, it was crazy because when we were all scared the most – that's when it was the least threat that it had been. Yeah, yeah. it was and, like it got so bad. Like, yes, like and it's still so and bad. It was so bad. And like it was over the holidays, it was the worst. It, it was like literally ten to twenty times worse. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it really it is crazy. It's so crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy to like think about. Like it's almost like I don't feel like sad. I don't feel like. I mean, I do feel angry at a lot of different aspects of it, but, yeah. like, it's mostly just still shock. Like, can't believe we've been doing this for a year. Like, that's still know, sort of where I my know. head's at. I mean, it definitely feels – I've been feeling cautiously optimistic of, like, it does – it definitely feels like we're entering the last part, right? Like, 100%. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're getting there. Like, people are getting vaccinated, but it's – yeah, it's it's um, – it's annoying, and I wish it wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah, that's how I would describe a global pandemic, too, is annoying. It's really, it's really annoying. Uh, so yeah. fucking annoying, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, brother, I got to ask you – I got to ask you Noe's question. It's Noe's question. Okay. And normally – I ask Noe's question, and it has something to do with the main topic that we're talking about today. Okay. But I could not not ask you this question. Okay. Uh, so I have to know, how are you and Mr. Peanut right now? <laughs> I, are you and I you and Mr. Peanut doing okay? <laughs> We're okay, man. We sort of we keep our distance. I don't go on okay. his turf. He doesn't go on mine. I don't tweet at him anymore. I don't get in <laughs> trouble anymore. Okay, good. Uh, can you can you talk a little bit about what went down and yes. what happened? If my listeners are not totally. aware of that whole um, situation, so I got. 
so this was now damn almost two years ago it was two summers ago um i started i guess you would call it a targeted harassment campaign (laughs) uh Uh, I guess you would call it that, yeah. The sort of team of one, you know, you see a lot of people get harassed by, like, fans, teams of fans. This is just me harassing one person, Mr. Peanut. Uh, I was threatening to kill Mr. Peanut and do violence on him on Twitter for about six months. Um, Sort of, and, and, you know, importantly, like, there's a couple things here, and you'll know why this is important in a second. I only targeted... (laughs) The fictional character, right? I only target right. the character, never the person running the account, the Mr. Peanut account, never anything. I always was talking about putting a bullet in his peanut brain, stuff like right. that. So right. I got, eventually I got banned from Twitter for um, <laughs> specifically right. a tweet, um, uh, a tweet that, okay, so it went like this. Do you know who Bad Baby is? The Cash Me Outside girl? Oh, for sure. I, of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, she said so uh so mr peanut account tweeted cash you in the snack aisle how about that that's fucking go and then i tweeted i will fly anywhere in the world to kill you (laughs) just save the place (laughs) and then bad baby the the, daniel bergoli tweeted back thank you and so that i think (laughs) that was the biggest tweet they kind of had like it got a few thousand likes and i think it just got too much on the radar of like twitter harassment bureau for Um, sure and then i got suspended for targeted harassment and i was like bitching about it on social media because i thought it was so funny that they like sure you know it was like you know at a time where it's like and very even two summers ago the height of like there are nazis on twitter no one's doing anything it was like very silly that they had banned me so then I got contacted by um, someone who worked at Vice to write an article about it. You're um, right. Which was sort yeah. of, you know, I actually wasn't saying this for a while, but I'm going to say it now. Uh, yep. uh, fuck Vice. And the reason, <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you why in a second, is it was very yeah. nice that they let me write the, the article. But basically what happened is I wrote the article and I got uh, canceled for it, essentially. People oh. really came for me. I don't know if you, not, may, do you know this part of the story? I didn't know that you got you got shadow banned I, from the online a little I bit. Got, I, didn't I got that. really it, basically the stance was that uh, specifically social media managers and media people saw it as me harassing um, the person behind the account. Okay, um, which again. That's why I said up top, very clear. I was only talking the thing, and it became this whole thing where everybody was yelling at me, but then a bunch of my friends and comedians were yelling at them, and people. I mean, I was getting DMs for like weeks after of like Holy people shit. sending me these stories of like I was like you know stalked by a guy who wanted to get a sweatshirt from my company, and I was like, that is so unbelievably awful. I don't really think wow. it's the same thing as what I did, but I'm so sorry <laughs> that happened to you. Um, and I think that the piece I've made with it is I do think a lot of it was because it was on Vice and it only because I think people thought that I was just some random guy who was like, I'm going to write an edgy story and not like, sure. oh, this is just something that happened to me and that, you know what I mean? Um, right. So, you know, you know what I mean? Because Vice at this point, it's like that's like people associate it with like edgy and like lying, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just like very... I don't know. I don't even know what the right word is to use for vice anymore, but it's just very like not journalist. No, 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 no. It's like edge Lord. It's just like, yeah. So it was really crazy, dude. But I, so I was off Twitter for a while and then I made a new one and it literally didn't matter at all. Um, and (laughs) right. I've had some nice times where like someone, uh, you know, someone who got really mad at me at the moment then was tweeting about it. Cause then, Oh, Oh. And then, 
the biggest point of this in, is yeah. then then they ran a Super Bowl ad where they killed Mr. Peanut. Holy shit, that's right. Yes. They did that. And it's oh, like, man. can I prove that they stole my idea? No. But is it pretty ironic that the biggest thing that happened to Mr. Peanut on social media was him dying and then they made their campaign about him dying? I don't yeah. know. It's kind of like, where'd you guys get that idea from? Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. dude. Wow. It was, a, okay. it was wild, man. I mean, it really was wild. But it was also like sort of amazing because it was like, yeah, right. Why did people get mad at me? Like, it's, you know, yeah. Um, it's just, it was like a weird period of just. You, I mean, you came back from cancellation, baby. Let's go. You're I mean, invincible. It's good when you're, when you, when you got, it was good to get canceled at a time where it was like, they, 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 they people just kept referring to me as the Mr. Peanut guy. And I thought that yes, was very dude. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the reason I even found out about it, I don't even know, to be honest with you, if I tracked with that story as it was happening live, uh-huh, uh-huh. But the reason I found out about it is because Everyone's favorite president, Donald J. Trump, got banned from Twitter yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah. you know. And I went on the Wikipedia, uh, the Wikipedia of the like famous or notable Twitter, you know, bannings or you know suspensions. And you're on there. Did what? you know that? You are no. on the Wikipedia, and you are listed as Luke Taylor, internet troll. And then it lists, <laughs> <laughs> and then it lists like it says, like. Tar- <laughs> targeted harassment Wait, can i can Peanut. i i'm gonna pull this up right now if that's okay i like yeah have this. please I, do okay so it's wikipedia and then targeted <laughs> wait twitter bans i think if yeah it's like twitter suspensions oh or my. something like that and you just gotta like key search your name or whatever and you'll come up and you're listed as internet troll that's how i found out about it not through actually it happening live are you looking at it yeah my mouth is a game <laughs> Which is so bad as a video podcast. It's pod. so you guys can funny see this. because, okay. <laughs> the one after it? What is it? What's it's the one the after it? It's Farrakhan, the leader. Oh, the goddamn yeah. head of the nation of Islam. Dude. It's just so funny. It's like, it's literally, it's like me and then, uh, oh my God, that's so insane. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, dude. Dude. This is the world and we live it, in, two baby. Two of them, that is the Krasenstein brothers. You know those? <laughs> the, yeah. Oh, God. Damn, dude. dude. The company that you so keep. That's so funny, bro. Yeah, dude. Oh, my. So, Internet troll. Wow. Yeah, that's really the lasting legacy. Wow. Wait. Hold on. They linked? That's, dude, that's so crazy you found that. Yeah, I was just, like, curious because once he got banned, it was like, oh, he's finally gone, Trump being the guy uh, who gets banned. Uh, you know, I was like, he's finally gone, like, you know, enough of his BS online or whatever. And I, like, was just like, I wonder who else has gotten, like, truly, like, kicked off the site. And there's, like, ones on there that aren't as, like, uh-huh, notable uh-huh, and they're, like, uh-huh. smaller, like, temporary bands or whatever. But I saw your name on there. I was like, oh, shit. I know him. Dude. I like know that guy. That's crazy, that's and that's so how I funny. found out about it. Damn, that's so, so funny. Yeah, no, it's a, it was a whole saga, man. Um, but secretly, I'm still on Twitter, secretly working in the shadows. Um, Thank God. It's so weird too, because I made another account. It, it's so weird too, because I've like also like uh, tweeted about stuff, and it's like clear it's me. But it like I, I don't know. That's why it was so weird. I think it was also such a weird thing because it came at a time where it was like. So the height of like, are we banning people from Twitter? And it feels sure. like now probably people just don't. It's like even if it happened today, I feel like people wouldn't really care in the same way, which is weird. Yeah, Twitter just sort of feels more of like a black hole of just it's like well, you can't even keep up 
with what's happening because it's yeah. all happening at once, yeah. you know, as opposed to your thing where it was like very obviously like this dude's going after a peanut. Ugh. Like, let's track what's going yeah, on with yeah, this guy totally. and this peanut. Was, uh, so, yeah, that's so. But funny. congrats, dude! Thanks congrats for letting me know that. Troll. I can't wait to share that. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh so, congratulations on that. If that, if nothing else, you are Luke Taylor, Internet Troll on Wikipedia, probably until the day you die. So, congrats. Uh, yeah, yeah. Luke Taylor. <laughs> How does that o- feel? I'm the only person listed as Internet Troll on. Um, <laughs> God damn, man! What are the what are the things? It's great. I mean, thank you. You've really given me something amazing here. <laughs> I've given you a, the gift that keeps on giving, which is you can always go back and look at your own little Wikipedia amazing. entry on the amazing. Twitter suspension. But glad to hear that you and Mr. Peanut are now on good terms. It sounds like he's on insane terms because he's dead, so you don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah. You don't have to worry yeah, about yeah. you. Um, but to to do it, just maybe a tiny little pivot. Uh, let's talk about. The- that we brought you here to talk about today um i said to you luke you know you can talk about i'll talk to you about nearly anything you want you know whatever your little heart desires and you said to me let's go power rangers so baby so what's up why pick power rangers like i said you could have picked whatever and you went with power rangers Um, what's up i've become sort of re-obsessed with okay so i i loved it as a kid i was it was really sort of i to my as far as maybe besides like Thomas the Tank Engine, the thing I I, I remember very strongly being into is like a tiny kid, like between sure. like four and seven. Um, and I've sort of just become re obsessed with it. I you know, there's a lot to why I I find watching clips of it and the Japanese equivalent shows like very calming on YouTube. Like I just, really? yeah, I find it. It's like reminds me of childhood in a way. It's like, I, I, okay. I, I really like that. Um, I, what really got me back into it is there's a comic series that came out now a couple years ago, um, called battle for, or no, that's the, it's, uh, I can't remember what the thing is, but basically there was this power Rangers comic that I think started in like 2017 or 2018. That is like really good. And like, okay. and like uses very much the original series and like, like specifically Power Rangers, not the Japanese cartoon Super Sentai, not cartoon live action show that it's based on, but like takes this sort of like the campy, terrible 90s show and right. like was like, but what can we do here that's like interesting and good? Um, sure. And I got really into reading that and that kind of just like reignited my love because I was like, it's such a... I think it's such an interesting, weird cultural artifact, Power Rangers, because nothing else is really like it, right? And if you don't know, it is is a show, it is an American show that uses the action sequences from a Japanese show. Right. Still, to this day, this is still how they make Power Rangers. I assumed at some point they stopped doing this, but it's still primarily how it's done. Crazy. And then they, they, but they create their own story with it. Like... Yes, like, the monsters are the same, the suits are the same, the powers are the same, but, like, the actors playing the Power Rangers are American actors, um, or 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 at least English-speaking versus Japanese actors, and oftentimes they'll drastically change the storylines, which is, like, so weird. So, and then, and then this comic, um, is, what is it called? It's, like, Battle for the Grid or something? No, that's the name of the... Um, video game, Morphin. <laughs> yes, uh, is it? 
what do we got here? We got uh, Mighty Mor. What was when did it come out? You said twenty seventeen. Shattered Grid. Shattered Grid is what it's called. Shattered Grid. So okay. it's this amazing thing where you're taking characters. It, it's like a distillation of a distillation of a distillation. It's like you're taking characters and making something new from a thing that was already stealing from something else and then creating right. its own world that has nothing again to do with the Japanese show whatsoever. And I like, sure. I find that so weird, right? Like it's like, <laughs> right. It's it, there's like, I, I literally don't know anything else like that except like, I, you know, maybe old Godzilla movies kind of, but it's like, sure. And so that's kind of what got me back into it. And I, I, I that's part of it as I think it's like so interesting. Um, yeah. If you haven't read this comic, if you like comics, I mean, I think it's really good. They like okay. It's 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 basically. I mean, what do you what do you know about Power Rangers now? Like, what is your <laughs> what is your background? What's my my your background? History. My history. Yeah. So, not a ton. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember trying it out when I was a kid, and just being like off put by basically the thing that you're saying, where it was like I could tell that the old footage of the bad guys is not, like, shot. I could tell that it was, like, not totally, yeah. what yeah, it, you what can. it was. They don't do a good job <laughs> hiding it. Yeah. No, and they, like, almost don't want to either. Mm-hmm. They, like, want you to know that it's, like, very separate, but they don't they don't give you any signals that it's just, like, this is a separate thing from the, like, live-action stuff with the English-speaking totally. actors. And it, like, just kind of was off-putting as a kid, I think. Like, it was just, like, almost too weird and, like, for me, like, as a little kid, which is, like... I don't know if that I don't know if that tracks with like who I am now, but at the time I was like, that's too much for me yeah. to like handle as a kid. So I knew that, and then I just like pretended to like it or whatever. Like as a kid, if my friends wanted to do it, totally. I just very distinctly remember like the, the, my friend being like they had the toy or whatever, and I was like, oh, this guy's gonna be the red one, this guy's gonna be the blue one, and it was between like the rest of them or whatever. I was like, oh, I'll be the yellow one, or of course the yellow one's so awesome, and I remember my friend just being like. Dude, you know that's a girl, right? <laughs> like at like six years old, so and me funny. having to play it off like, yeah. duh, dude, of course I but knew that was a really girl. Sick. It's Trini, of course. Uh. It is <laughs> exactly, and so I just had to like pretend that I was like down to fa- with the fact that it was a girl at the time at six years old. So not a ton. Yeah. I like don't have a ton of history yeah. with Power Rangers at all. So like doing a deep dive on this, and to this day, like when I like went back and like I watched the first episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers just to like. Insane. Get it in my head because I and also it's... rewatched it because I hadn't seen it in a while. That the craziest part is when they make the Black Power Ranger um, hip hop dance to fight, and I was like, "God damn, this is some '90s fucking shit!" Like you, were... it was, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was. And it what what made me? I mean, the first red flag is they make the black guy be the Black Power Ranger, 100. like straight up, and the Asian and... girl be the Asian Power Ranger. Yeah, yes, true, it's true. Insane. It's insane. It is. It is so. It's so weird. Um, it's yeah, it's I think it's like very tied into like sort of a 90s idea of multiculturalism, too, where exactly. It's like, yes, it's actually good because we're showing people on TV. It's like, right. Yeah. But like the way you do it is not um, making their whole character their race. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's literally like, what do we know about this character? They're Asian. Great. They're going to be the yellow Power totally, Ranger. Totally. What do we know about the black dude? OK, well, he's going to be the black Power Ranger. And it literally like shocked me like to a degree because the 90s doesn't feel that long ago but in a way it's in like light years away from what has happened at least within the last couple years of multiculturalism or like diversity on tv so 
that was insane. But I don't have a lot of background with the Power Rangers. And I was curious, you know, you mentioned that your comics sort of got you back into it. Has comics been a big thing for you throughout your life? What are, what's your relationship I, to comic books? I would say that I've actually read weirdly more comic books as an adult than I did. I, I read a lot of manga as a kid, which I also oh, think sure. is sort of my obsession with Power Rangers. Is I, I think that it was like my first foray and would become to like loving anime and manga. Absolutely. Like I, yes. I, I think it sort of primed me because it's obviously all the action. It's like Power Rangers is also so weird because it's like this isn't something that really exists outside of Power Rangers and the States still, but like there are many live action kids shows that just are like basically anime, but you know, it's live action, live action right? So yeah. um, I think that I, I like the language coded in the language of Power Rangers is sort of what set me on that path to like really like stuff like Dragon Ball Z, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. Just because so much of like the language is so similar in terms of the like fight choreography, but I, I like comics. I kind of go, there's like a few I, I read, but I, I was not like a, like, oh, a DC Marvel comics head, you sure, know, I, sure, sure. but I have read a lot of Wikipedia pages, if that makes sense. Like <laughs> I've read a lot about it, but I've never sat down and read the comics. Yeah. Dude, there was this kid I went to high school with who he was in, in retrospect, so insane, but he literally used to come to school. Uh-huh. He'd be like just in a full fucking suit, too. And he would just be like, suit kid around is one the of the most halls. classic types of kids. <laughs> he was so insane in retrospect, but in the time I was like, oh, this is just my friend. Like, this uh-huh, is just uh-huh. like the guy that walks next to me in the hall. And he literally would come to school and be like, yeah, last night I watched Raging Bull or Taxi Driver or like Casablanca or something. And I'd be like, oh, that's sick. You know, we're 14. I've never seen those movies. And he'd be like, yeah. And then he would say things that doesn't like wouldn't sound like how a 14 year old would describe the movie. Uh And then later on, I would be like, dude, like this kid watched Raging Bull last night or whatever. And his other friend, our mutual friend would be like. Yeah, he just read the Wikipedia of the movie and then came to school and told everyone so that he watched funny. those movies. God, that's so, so funny. There is like an element of just you got to sometimes just read the Wikipedia and you can use it for good to yeah. just understand for yourself what's going on. Or you can use it for evil and be like, yeah, I'm a cinephile at 14 totally. when really you're just reading the Wikipedia well, for yeah, classic it's movies. Like, I don't really want to sit there and read a hundred you know comics of x-men what like house like what house of m or one of the things but it's like yeah that seems cool i'd like to know what happens so I yeah like, exactly i read the, the yeah are you a big comics guy i'm not and i and i think it's a i think it's a weird part of i think when i was younger i really liked anime and i really liked that whole side of things uh-huh, without uh-huh. knowing that it was anime. I just remember like coming home from like swim lessons or whatever. And then Toonami being on and being like, Oh, this show that doesn't look like an American animated show. And it was Dragon Ball Z was just on. And I thought the characters looked cool and they were fighting and all that stuff. But I never like really got into comics or whatever. And then I just sort of hit that age where I was still sort of interested, but then there's all that peer pressure and stigma around like you know you're this if you like this and you're this if you like that and i never like broke through that barrier so to speak i think for me it's i'm an only child and i think that just it's a classic thing that no one told it's told me like there was no stigma because it was just something i do privately at my house you know what i mean oh yes dude yeah yeah yeah. exactly it's a a good you know also for me too my dad's like a a big intellectual and just like a big reader and i think he like and likes comics i mean 
he's kind of like a classic nerd in that way. And I think he really sure. liked that I was reading and like was like, oh, that's cool. So he really like would where he wouldn't let me buy as many video games would let me buy like a okay. lot of like manga, you know, because he was like, all right, sure. well, you're like, I want to go to Borders, too. So like, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. yes, dude. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Speaking of the video games. Were you ever a, like, Power Rangers video game guy? Or how did, like, the Power Rangers exist to you at the they're time not, as far as how you can see? There's them? not many good video games for them, famously. They're kind of all okay. bad. I think I might have owned, like, a side-scroller on, like, Game Boy Color. But, 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 I recently bought... There's this yes. fighting game called Power Rangers Battle from the for the Grid based on the comic <laughs> made okay. by... Um, it's weird. I don't even really like... I like fighting games. Like, I like Super Smash Bros., but I'm not a huge fighting game person, but I've been obsessed with this game, I think, because it's Power Rangers. Okay. Um, but it was made by people who were just, like, really big in the Marvel versus Capcom 3 scene, which is, like, a big oh, fighting shit. game. Yeah. So they've made this, like, incredibly good fighting game that is, for whatever reason, Power Rangers and also looks like shit. Like, all the animations, <laughs> everything looks so bad, but it's so yeah. fun. And there's always this stuff on the line where everyone's like, this game looks like shit, but please play it because it's everybody. Like, you play it, you're like, wow, it's a really cleverly made game, but it, like, it looks like a phone game. It's so funny. Hell yeah. It. Yeah. Is there like a huge community for that? Is there a competitive community yeah, for that? Yeah, there's What's like the a, that? a small but mighty, like very strong community of people that like love this game. Um, I'm never, I, I, I just like, but I'm not even playing it for the competitive. I just like playing it the Power Rangers. <laughs> sure, hell yeah. I well, love maybe the post po post pandemic, you gotta go and at least spectate. I know, on the I know. I gotta, sh I gotta show up at the battle for the grid at Evo. Yeah, it's, it's. Yeah, like, you do. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, as far as the if you can like start to start to whittle it down what do you think it is specifically about power rangers that speaks to you like what is it about the show or just the ip in general that like makes you like your heartbeat when you see it yeah like, what is it about i it? mean certainly first and foremost it's the childhood attachment um, sure i i really think it's like it's it's I, I it's so fascinating and i and i also think that i'm like some like the shattered grid was so cool because it was like this is such like a rich weird thing that that the content of it is so specific but so surface level like like the cartoon okay. is like it's fully for kids and not like even like teenagers or like preteens it like really even the new ones and, and we'll talk about this like with one of the clips i saw it like still yeah. very much feels like it's for kids but it's like i think it's just like an underutilized franchise that's so rich like okay it has such this deep lore for no reason other than it was like made <laughs> in the 90s and you they had to make 20 30 episode seasons you know what i mean right yeah so there's all these fucking characters that are just like nothing but they like <laughs> i i, I it, it's 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 this like i think it's this interplay for me between it being so fucking stupid but still exists like they're still <laughs> making it and there's like actors who are in the original whose entire existence like like that's a big thing yeah. 
this the dude who plays the green ranger tommy his name the actor's name is jason david frank i follow him on instagram because he's such an interesting guy because like him more than okay. anyone not only he not only exists still because of power rangers but like some of the other actors do it but they kind of are like this fucking sucks I, like that you can see the resentment right he's fucking down this man still owns a karate studio where his yes, big dude. selling point was he's the green ranger he fucking comes back and does the fucking video games he loves yes. this dude <laughs> um, he, he, it's fucking crazy. He, he really, he like, he he fucking shows up in all the shows when they ask him to, and it's like, it's like a, it's like an amazing, um, thing too because it like has this this. Um, I've also now I follow all these Instagram pages of fans of it, and I find it so interesting because it's like, I also love like Star Trek and stuff, you know, these things sure. have all these big fandoms, but like. You know, I think there's more of a foot to stand on of like, actually, like, there's really great episodes of Star Trek that are very literary, blah, 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 blah. Like, same with, you know, Star Wars. Sure. But Star, but Power Rangers fucking sucks. Like, yeah. it's like, <laughs> it sucks. And it's like, you can't watch the new stuff as an adult. It's like, it's not just like, like, for, it's like for like babies, you know? Yes. But it's yes, like dude. still so, like, has this lasting power and they have like, conventions where there's all these adult fans that are so excited to see them and it, 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 it like it has a really strong community for something so unbelievably silly and not transferable now though maybe that's changing because there's like good comics so i think that's what sort of is keeps drawing me back to it is like my fascination on almost like a cultural level of why this like inherently awesome. silly thing is still around you know that's awesome, dude. Yeah. It is a it is just as much a literal in fact like in fascination and interest in it as much as it is a sociological yeah, interest in the yeah, whole thing. That's yeah. crazy. Dude. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, there's all these videos where it's like I, you know, there's videos on YouTube you watch where it's like, we got as many blue rangers as we could for this like <laughs> random anime convention in Indiana. And you just watch these videos where they like want everyone to do that. Like every season has like a different hand thing you do to morph, yeah. right? Like Tyrannosaurus, whatever it is. And you just see these guys. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Wait, I'll get to that in a second. Another level. <laughs> There's so many levels to this. Yeah, dude. So, go off. so you see these fucking out of work, like now 35 pushing 40 year old actors just being like, yeah. Power Rangers Turbo, go. And you're just like, <laughs> God, because the other part of this is that there's at this point, what, 15, 20 seasons, five Power right. Rangers each. There's hundreds of people that have been Power Rangers and almost zero of them have had careers after Power Rangers. That's awesome. Zero. That's there's awesome. there's the guys from the original and that kind of feels like outside of it because that was at the height of its power. So it's like, you know, they exist because of Power Rangers. Um, wow. Uh, uh, one of them who was the second guy that played the... Um, uh, pow uh, uh, the Black Power Ranger, Adam Young Bosch. He's had a pretty big voice acting career. He played like Zuko on Last Airbender. Like he's oh, fine. Okay. He really yeah. kind of did stuff and is like an actor and things. Jason David Frank, who I mentioned, the other one's kind of a. And then randomly, there's a one of the other. Se did you ever watch the show I Zombie? I did not, but it was a. My sister loved that show. The, I never watched the it. main girl on that, who's like now has like a pretty decent career. I think was in movies and stuff. Um, okay. She was randomly in a season, and like, dude, that's it. It's it's <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Awesome. It's like it, there's so many seasons. And it's like they choose like seemingly bad actors on purpose. It's so weird and terrible. It is so weird. It's yeah. it is a trip to watch. All the clips that we're gonna watch in the back half of the show 
are a trip to watch for their own like totally. unique special totally. like version of being insane. And the more that you keep talking about the reasons why you like this, the more I just I I can't believe I'm about to tell you this, <laughs> but it's this I it is the same not the same. It is a very similar reason why I cannot not I cannot say that I'm not a fan of Family Guy still. Like there is something about Family Guy that I just keep coming back to Do you watch after the new all ones? these years. I have watched some of the new ones and I don't think they suck. I don't think they're trash, dude. dude. I I've actually I I I totally feel you. I mean it's Good. also like yeah, I watched so much fucking Family Guy. And I was yes. always like, oh, I like The Simpsons more. But it's like, I've seen the first 10 seasons probably in completion just by existing at the time period I did. And they're yes, funny, dude. dude. It's like... They are. Dude, and I bet it's still funny because unlike The Simpsons where it's so much the character dynamics, which is a good thing about The Simpsons, it's like Family yes. Guy was always just about the joke. So it's like, yeah, the jokes are good. So like, I bet they're still... <laughs> yeah, that's funny It's shit. fucked. That's it's fucked, shit. dude. Yeah. Uh, it is. But it's this it's this thing for me where I've like been wrestling with the fact that I like Family Guy and I'll go through periods where it's like, wow, does Noah actually like Family Guy or does he just <laughs> like talking about Family Guy? Because it's also in so funny way. to talk about Family Guy in 2021. <laughs> like, dude, it's amazing. Yeah, Are you yeah, kidding yeah. me? On my other show, on my other podcast that I do. I do a parody song at the beginning and almost always it has to either do with fucking Peter, Brian or Stewie. Cause I'm just like, it's fuck the, the possibilities are endless for what you can do with those three guys because they're, it's dumb. It's not good, but the jokes, I still laugh and I, it always catches me by surprise when I'm Dude, laughing in yeah. an, like an episode of family guy. So I feel you on that level of like, I know in my heart, this isn't like quality. This isn't like, good in the way that the simpsons is good and like seasons of the simpsons yeah, yeah, are yeah. like some of the best tv ever made yeah. or like prestige drama is actually good but you can't help yourself yeah. this is like the most fascinating interesting world that they've created and there's so much content to swim through so totally. solidarity yeah, with solidarity. you on this brother and, and we were ready yeah. for the power rangers family guy crossover eddie <laughs> Who's who? Who from the Family Guy universe are the different color rangers? Who do you got? Uh, let's see. We got Peter's got to be red. Yeah, um, easily. Brian's got to be blue because he's nerdy. Okay. Lois All is right. pink. Okay. Uh, Meg cool. is yellow because she's sort of the girl, but not the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go. And let's I guess. Go. Okay. We'll bring Chris in as black, and then we'll bring Stewie in as the six ranger. Uh, okay. And that's the thing that every season has a six ranger that comes later or more. That's what does the six so ranger it, it, signify normally? Uh, it's usually, I mean, for example, in the first series, it's Tommy comes in as the green ranger. He, it's oftentimes an evil person turned good, or or um, someone who is like a side character that gets like unexpectedly bumped up, and they have to be the six ranger. Okay, or for sure. Sometimes it's like a god or something. You know, it changes, but it's like they always add more rangers as they go. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, so Stewie, Stewie coming in being the sixth yes. unexpected ranger. Yes. Where has he been? Where yeah. has Stewie been the whole yeah. time? Well, guess <laughs> People what, are asking. <laughs> People are online Googling, where is Stewie in the, in loving, the crossover? Loving this Power Rangers Family Guy crossover, but uh, where is Stewie? <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. That's what I'd be fucking saying. I'd be online all day being like, where's my favorite little talking baby, dude? Um, I got a couple more questions for you here, then I'll hit you with some fast facts. Yes. Um, what, what ranger do you most 
associate totally. with and why Definitely, like that yes. is like that's the thing that's on everyone's mind is yeah. like which ranger are you what color ranger are you because that's their entire personality basically right correct me if i'm wrong is the color of their suit ultimately right yes but also that the certain colors identify certain things generally in the series okay uh, for set sure. up by the first one now for i'll tell you based on i billy the blue ranger is the nerd Sure. Um, and I really liked him twofold growing up. I was a nerd and I also yeah. loved the color blue. So it was okay, an easy, there we go. easy choice for me. Um, yeah. I mean, generally red is the leader always. That's pretty much the only thing yeah. that's always true. Um, red is the leader. Blue is either uh, nerdy or sullen. Then green is either silly or sullen. And then black okay. is almost always sullen. Um, okay. and that, so there's a lot of fucking sad rangers you're walking either basically around. a leader a nerd silly or sullen or a girl unfortunately Hell it's, yeah, it's always it's <laughs> and it's still fucking like that as much as i know i haven't i i watched one of from the very new season that came out and i was amazed that it still seemed to act that way um sure uh but yeah yeah i would say the blue ranger okay yeah. for sure yeah. i the blue ranger has always seemed I don't know if this is just like literally like elementary school brain kicking in here, but to me it was always like, yes, like you were saying, Red is the leader. He is the captain. Yes. It was seemed like everybody wants to totally, be the Red totally, Ranger. Totally. And Blue always seemed like second fiddle to me. Like it yes, always was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's the Ranger who wants to be the Red Ranger, yes. but like didn't quite get cast, didn't quite yes. make the cut. Is that a fair I assumption as far as fair? Yes. I think that okay. at least in terms of uh, now when it comes to the lore of the show, it's very different. What's different? Well, I think that, um, specifically the blue ranger because billy actually is like the you know he stays on for a really long time okay um and i think just because blue is almost always in the color rotation like the biggest three colors are yellow blue and red um sure. they're almost there's always a red ranger and almost always a blue ranger so i think in that way they're just like more important to the series as a whole if that makes sense okay yeah, yeah and it doesn't have anything to do with what they are as characters <laughs> is that all no because there's the no colors. conflict really between the characters and power rangers sure. right like like that's sort of like what's insane is like they never like yeah that would be wouldn't that be so interesting if like the blue ranger was like i want to fucking be the red ranger yes and there's okay so uh, something really i think the thing that really set made me love these comics is there's this yeah. so in the show um the first few seasons, a lot of the same cast members go, go, and then they stop doing that. But it, like, uh, cast members will come and leave, and like, the, because they were really oh, invested okay. in like Power Rangers as an idea versus like how they do it in Japan and how they do it now. It's the seasons are all separate. But there's okay. there's this character who is the Red Ranger in one season, and then they go to space, and then he becomes the Blue Ranger. And there's Weird. this thing in the comic where he's fucking pissed. Like, he's like, this sucks. <laughs> like, I was the Red Ranger, and now this, like, I keep butting heads with this guy, and it's, like, bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's so interesting. But that is never a part of the actual show. <laughs> like, he's just like, yep, I'm the Blue Ranger now, and we're in space. Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. There's Fuck. no, there's almost no literary quality to the series in any way whatsoever. That's kind of the amazing thing yes, about it, I'm yes. starting to realize, yeah, is that yeah. it is the, everything you know about narrative structure, 
interesting characters, things that you're going to see on every single other show to varying degrees of quality. Forget about it. That's not this show. Only as much as, like, sometimes you get tricked into being evil, but you're always good. Like, it's like, yeah, it's it's like a blank slate. And that's also my fascination with it. I, like, I think it's so open-ended because it's like, there there is both so much there and so absolutely little there, you know? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's that, yeah, what are we born with? It seems like Power Rangers are just born with the idea that they're good, yeah. and that's it. But, Everything I else mean, is nothing. It, it literally goes back to the original thing where, like, the Red Guys thing is leader. The Black Power Rangers thing is being a black person, you know? It's Damn. like, that is, like, that. It, it's it's... And then, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I hope they... I keep reading the comics because I'm like, it's so interesting and it's such a fun check-in with it. But sure, I'd like to think that we'll have, like, with the same way with, like, comic books, we'll have some sort of Power Rangers renaissance where, like, people are, like, doing amazing things with the franchise. But, yeah. Yeah, you get, a, you get an MCU but for Power yes, Rangers, yeah. which it seems like... And I never saw the reboot movie Bad. that they did in I 2017. Yeah, no, it wasn't good at all. Um, <laughs> did you like go like opening night or like what was your thing? Theater certainly had to, um, you know, just joyless. It really reminded yeah. me of how uh, movie adaptations of things used to be. I think they've really done a good job of like, you know, you watch like fucking like daredevil from 2004 where you're just like the person writing this has no idea what this is they were just hired to write the power rangers movie um and like none of the love is in it but um yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it sucked it sucked yeah it sucked sucked oh also a little backstory do you know about like the birth of it in america the birth of what do you mean like when you like, say the birth like of how America? it how it how like power rangers like the original like how they made it for the like what there is like who Just made it go off tell, okay, tell, me, tell so me what's up there's this he's like it's it's crazy because he was very very weirdly friends with my grandpa who's Whoa. this Haim Saban, who is an israeli um american businessman okay who yes, just was sure. like this I, I believe i can't remember it, a, a, a woman had the idea for power rangers and was trying to sell it for like ever and like no every studio was like what is this like i have no idea what super sentai is the original show couldn't sell it right and then he just like put up all the money for it um and he was like just this fucking like businessman, like he's really he was really rich, and he just made like, of he made like so much money off of this random sure. thing, just because he thought it was randomly a big idea. And my grandpa told me this story because he was like, "Yeah, it was just crazy." He was just like saw a good opportunity and was like, "Wow!" For it. But he was like not in movies, as far as I know, he was not in TV production. He was a businessman. Um, he was a businessman, straight up. And then they also, like, the deals they made were super fucked up with the Japanese companies because the Japanese wow. companies were like, oh, yeah, you could do this. And they just, like, you know, they made, like, no money and, like, Power Rangers made so much money. Yeah. Damn. It's dude. crazy. Yes. It's cr- and so in that way, it's also an amazing story because it's, like, just this, this absolute story of just unchecked American greed. Yes, and like, dude. And, like, God, this is going to be so fucking good. We've got to shoot, like we can pay these fucking kids nothing when we already, we already bought all the expensive stuff and it was so cheap. And it's like, and that way is also an amazing, like weird, like Reagan era story of like making television. And it's, it's such a cynical way to create art, you know, (laughs) it is, it is a cynical way to create art where it's like, 
it literally is like if Jerry Bruckheimer and Don Simpson had heard like that thing, and they would have been like, "That is the most genius thing in the entire world. We're gonna make so many toys. We're yeah. gonna make so yeah. many video games. We're gonna do everything." They do not give a shit about what actually is on no, screen. It's no, just no, all no, about no. selling merch. No, so, totally, yeah, yeah. It just seemed like this whole thing was designed totally. to sell merch. Designed to almost. sell toys, hundred percent, as cheaply yeah. as possible, and make as much money as toys as possible. Amazing. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Yeah. What do you? What, it is It is like sickly amazing. There's in that nothing. Way. I, I get. It's like is there's nothing else like it. Like what else is? It has that story. It's so weird. You know. Yeah. It is so weird. Yeah. One last question for you, and then we're gonna dive into some fast facts. Cool. This is an. If, if the answer is just it hasn't, just tell me. You don't have to. You don't have to try and spin some crazy yarn if there isn't any okay. yarn to spin. Okay. But in what ways, if any? Do you think your comedy and your art has been influenced by Power Rangers? I mean, that maybe not Power Rangers specifically, but like I do a lot of like weird parody stuff pulling sure. from like either anime or anime adjacent things, I think. Okay. You know? For sure. Um, yeah. I've done like you know, I've I've done a lot of characters that are like anime people where it's all based on like people who watch Power Rangers too much growing up. So yeah, that way. I'd like to I think this is all going into what I wanna do is somehow like I think a dream project of mine would be someone sure. giving me the rights to Power Rangers. I truly I'm like I can fucking make this good and fucking do yes, something dude. crazy here. Cause it's crazy. Yes. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. Every yeah, that's gonna be when I when I do promo for this episode and when we get this episode out, it's gonna be hashtag give Luke the keys yes, to Power please, Rangers. Bro. No one loves it as much as I. It isn't like an, like <laughs> a weird man child who's like obsessed with it. And I'm obsessed with it. Good way, not bad. <laughs> Hell yes, dude. Yeah. Well, let's get into some fast facts here. I do. I don't have a ton, uh -huh. but want to I want to give you and the people what you fucking came here for, and that is some Wikipedia facts about Power yeah. Rangers. Oh, so yeah. let's do it. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and his American superhero children's television series that premiered on August 28th, 1993. It is the first entry of the Power Rangers franchise. Uh, as Luke said, the show is adopted from stock footage from the Japanese TV series Dinosaur Squadron Zeo Ranger and in subsequent seasons Gosei Sentai Die Ranger and Ninja Sentai Kaku Ranger. So, if that doesn't make any sense to you, basically, in a very short, summated way, they took this footage from these existing TV shows and filmed around it with Power Rangers, even though there were already action sequences filmed with people in these suits and just spun a show around it, which is insane. If that was not clear for me for the 50 <laughs> minutes that we were talking prior, it is fucking wild to watch and i think that's why like i said like earlier like when i was a kid it just was so weird to me that i just like rejected it but now watching it now having grown up weirdly enough <laughs> and like uh, seen some crazy art in my day i'm like yeah this is cool yeah. <laughs> this is this is actually cool and i like this this isn't shitty at all um well, it's shitty in the good way. Sure, um, definitely it is it, shitty. Let me make this perfectly clear. I want everyone to know. I don't think Power Rangers is good. It's it's, <laughs> it's it is important, the, though. 
It's important. Yeah. It's not good, but it's important, yeah. just like Family Guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, orig- the original series also spawned the feature film Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie released by 20th Century Fox in June of 95. Despite mixed reviews, it was of modest financial success. In 2017, a reboot film based on the original series was distributed by Lionsgate, simply titled Power Rangers, but due to the film's financial failure and Hasbro's acquisition of the franchise in 2018, uh, another reboot is in development, basically to reboot the Power Rangers again. We, we touched on it a little bit, but do you have any inklings of maybe what that next Power Rangers reboot might look like or what you're hoping for in that next reboot? I don't think they've released anything. I don't really, you know, I don't know if there are any facts about it. I'm hoping... I, I just think what I want from it is not what it will be, which is okay. like is like keeping the campiness of the it's like using what's there, but I just have a feeling it's going to be like the other. It's going to be the gritty reboot version. Yeah, because that's Rangers, what the like 2017 one was, and it was like so stupid, and like it was like it just it was like every Lionsgate movie and then it looks like kind of like Transformers you know what I mean yes yeah, 100% yeah, yeah. well ever since Transformers and the Dark Knight because Transformers came out in 07 Dark Knight comes out in well I guess even before Batman Begins Transformers and Dark Knight uh-huh. all coming out in the mid to late 2000s once everybody saw how like positively people responded to all that it was like okay everything is a gritty reboot now yeah like literally they i think even cars it, 3 is like a gritty really? reboot That's of so like funny. the fucking cars they movies still do least, it it's like know. it's like so far away from it i guess now we're maybe re-entering into the the marvel sort of like snark uh humor though <laughs> everything is going to be that for the next 10 years is my guess yeah, I can't wait for Deadpool to fucking come up and be like, have you seen Nyan Cat? Yeah, just yeah, me yeah, being yeah, in the theater, yeah. ripping my fucking yeah. hair out, just coming immediately <laughs> as Deadpool. I'm like, Deadpool said the thing that I know. Deadpool yeah. knows the Deadpool. thing I love. That was the best part of Deadpool, too, where there's a huge 10-minute sequence that's uh, just making fun of dubstep, but that movie came out in, like, 2018, and it's just, like, you're just recycling <laughs> culture that's now, like, five to seven years old. Like, it's it's amazing. It's, it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a gem. Deadpool's going to be actually funny in about fifteen years I think when we look yeah, back on yeah, it. You know, yeah, it's gonna be just an amazing treasure trove because we're gonna look back in fifteen years and be like, oh, was dubstep cool then? Like, yeah, what was yeah, going yeah, on yeah, with yeah, dubstep? Yeah. Why was why were they? It was so weird. Like, why were they talking about it? It's, oh, God, exactly. Yeah, no. One of the few movies I've walked out of in my life. Deadpool one or Wa- two. Didn't even bother with Deadpool 2, but oh. I walked straight up out of Deadpool 1. I saw it on Valentine's Day alone, and I just straight up walked out of the theater. I was like, I can't. This is so it's, sad. Yeah, I can't I do to, this. I, it's, I, I remember me and my friend went to Deadpool 2, and there, and there were these two guys there that were just laughing so unbelievably hard at it that it was <laughs> like awesome. it was like it was like i've never Kinda seen beautiful. two people enjoy a movie so much and i was like it did make me feel crazy though i was like <laughs> i guess this it, is what people want they want it to be deadpool too you know it's sad and it's tr- it's actually that is a tragic thing to witness because yes, yeah. on some end it's like kind of beautiful that they love it so much and they're like having the best time of their life and then on the other end it's just everyone around them knows like that is fucked up (laughs) in some way i was like i was just like i can't handle this (laughs) it's too much 
Uh, what do we got next here? Okay, so this is where your boy Haim Sabin comes in. While on a business trip to Japan, Haim Sabin came across the broadcast of Chudenshi Bioman, later learning of a popular French-language dub aired on Canal+. Plus. Mm. Based on the franchise's popularity both in and outside of its native country, Sabin realized there was potential for an American adaptation. He and his business partner, partner legendary name alert here, uh, Shuki Levy, quickly produced a pilot entitled Bioman in August of 86. Yeah, According right, to Levy... Right. Did you have you or do you know about this pilot? I, is this it, it, good for you? Yeah, and that they were like trying to pitch just like because there's a bunch of other things sort of like Power Rangers, but it's only one guy like that in Japan, and they were kind sure. of just pitching a bunch of different versions of it. But anyway, sorry, keep going. No, 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 you're good. I'm everyone wants to hear your voice instead of mine, so this is good. Um, in uh, according to Levy, they quote shopped it around for at least five years, but nobody wanted it. Saban only found success in '92 when he found a network executive with Super Sentai Fox Kids, Margaret Loesch, that during her time with Marvel Productions saw Stan Lee trying to sell the Sun Vulcan series to various television stations. So even in like the mm. fucking '90s, they were trying to give us this insane hollow just like crazy marvel shit and instead no one would take a chance on it and so it found its way to fox kids and i pulled up here some other things that were on fox kids at the time i'm looking specifically at year four which is like 93 to 94 Uh you had animaniacs sure batman the animated series bobby's world mighty morphin power rangers where in the where on earth is carmen san diego the x-men uh, comic or the X-Men like uh, animated series uh-huh. and then like Tom and Jerry kids and Tasmania kids programming used to be so dope. That's an amazing yeah, that line. Really isn't it? The, like, like, like almost all shows that people are still like, Oh yeah. That was like the good, it's like Batman, the animated series animaniacs are like, Oh yeah. Those are the two best, sh-, you know, like that's so yes. crazy. God, I watched all those shows so much. I watched so much Tom and Jerry kids. Cause it was just on, um, but it wasn't like complete garbage too. Yeah, it was like yeah. that's kind of good to a certain yeah, degree. Like totally. I'll watch that shit, totally, you know. Totally. And then on the other end of that, I think for me it was more WB Kids or Kids WB. That was a little bit more my speed. Yeah, and yeah. you had stuff on there like Animaniacs. You I think premiered probably on there is what it's saying. Uh-huh. You had Pinky and the Brain, sure. which was huge for me. That show was fucking amazing to see like just how crazy that was you had batman beyond which i actually like more i liked a lot i watched a lot yeah it's batman beyond return of the joker yes what like one of the coolest things i've ever seen in my entire life still man and it was like you know you're watching at this age where you're like god i you know it's like whoa batman's old and there's like an it was so cool like it really was such an ambitious thing to make a show about for kids back then a hundred percent. And that was the like that was my first introduction of the Joker, who has gone on to become my my patron saint, yeah. my hero in my life. Yeah, your god. It's my first yeah. my god. Yeah, the yeah. only thing that I pray to is the clown prince of darkness now. Uh, and then you had shit like that was like a little bit later, uh, but I also thought was really cool. No one ever talks about static shock really anymore. Yeah. Static shock was incredible. No one talks about it, probably for good reasons, but it was fun at the time. Do you remember Mucha Lucha? Yes, bro. Yeah, I remember Mucha yes. Lucha. The fucking shit. Yeah. Just seeing luchadors wrestle that was each a fun other. and show then as well. It was fun. Yeah. And then, you know, what was that movie? Uh, Nacho Libre sort of comes in like a couple years later, and it's like, okay, no one's ever making a movie yeah. about we really luchadors ever luchadors again. Luchadors being kind of silly in the mid-2000s. 
It was just, and everyone was like, well, we're just, that's what we're doing now. It's just a silly luchador. Totally. Um, and then there was What's New Scooby-Doo and Shaolin Showdown, and I thought those shows were those fucking cool as Shaolin well. Shaolin Showdown was really cool. Jackie Chan Adventures is one that comes yes. up for me. Uh, yes. Of course, Ozzy and Drix, the spinoff of- Yes. Uh, uh, Osmosis Jones. Jones. Yeah. I mean, yes, dude. God, I love, dude. I was, I was a big, I was definitely a huge Saturday morning cartoons head. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was, it was like never a cognizant thing that I would ever wake up. Like, how, what, what year were you born? I was, I'm born in 97. How much I'm older 93. Are you than me? And I think, that, 93. I think that might be a little bit why I'm probably more obsessed with Power Rangers than you because I watched <laughs> it when I was like two years old and I did, I like, like absorbed it in this way where I think it just like made sense to me, you know? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I was going to say there's a bit of an age gap and I think that's why I'm like, I, I almost, cause the hype like, was care. already yeah. over. I mean, yes. like it peaked probably the year you were born. And then like probably. by the time you were cognizant of it, it was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it really was like so popular. And then like, they tried to make another movie and it like failed, you know? It, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, so what, and then I guess like you get a little bit later and then like Johnny test and stuff comes sure, out and sure. Legion of superheroes, Tom and Jerry tales, which is like the fucking <laughs> the insane just Reese. How can we respin Tom and Jerry? So and they're funny. still trying to fucking respin Tom and Jerry. Yeah. My dad is I'm home right now. And my dad is like, you got to watch Tom and Jerry with me, dude. You have to watch Tom and Jerry on w on uh, HBO max with me. And I'm like, dude, I'm not watching Who's fucking in it? Tom like Chloe Moretz or something. Who's in? The- yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz yeah, is yeah. in the movie, dude. So it's insane. Funny. I came in she on my dad Jerry. and my. Does she? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it though. That is the next. That's the next Twitter petition going around. Yeah. Make <laughs> make yeah, Jerry Chloe Jerry. Grace Moretz. Um, and then I think yeah, there was just some other like Tiny Toon Adventures and stuff was on there as well. Teen Titans, but WB Kids Man Kids Program used to be so fucking good. It was insane. Back in the day. Um, okay, here, okay, a couple more fast facts. Due to the action-oriented nature of the show, many of the lead actors had backgrounds in both martial arts, dance, and physically intensive activities. Yeah. The Pink Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson, uh, and David Yost, a.k.a. the Blue Ranger, Billy, uh, were former competitive gymnasts. Mm-hmm. Austin St. John, who played Jason, a.k.a. the Red Ranger, was a second-degree black belt in Taekwondo mm-hmm. and a first-degree black belt in Judo. Walter Emanuel Jones, a.k.a. Zach, a.k.a. the Black Ranger, was a dancer. And I don't know how to say her. I believe it's Tai Trang, who was Trini, who played the Yellow Ranger, yeah, was a yeah. Kung Fu practitioner. Yeah they, all, yeah, they were all just had this, like, insane, like, springy background in some way, whether they yeah, were gymnasts and or that, whatever. That is something they've continued with the show is, like, they do – because there is enough action for them. Like, they do have to do martial arts stuff. So that's, like, sure. a weird uh, – like sort of intersection of it yeah did, did you ever do either gymnastics or like any crazy shit like that when you were growing up i did karate as like a little kid but i was not you know i swam competitively that was my sport. oh you did mm-hmm. okay yeah. nice nice i was swimming is like that's like the best when you're like really going that's like the best workout ever because like everything in your body it. i still i yeah. swim three times a week it's like the only exercise i know how to do too and it's like it's great because you're like do it. You don't have to do it that long. And you're like, yeah, shit, I feel good. I worked out everything, you know? And you got to go in the water, which just yeah, feels good nice. regardless. It is you know? really nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. What else? Okay. In Malaysia, the phrase Mighty Morphin was censored and removed from the logo due to the word Morphin being too similar to the name Morphine. So 
there was something going on in Malaysia at that time yeah. where they didn't want something resembling morphine That's on so the screen. Strange. So shout out to that. Uh, during a video interview in 2007, Power Morphicon actor Steve Cardenas, who played Rocky the Second Red Ranger, said one of the best things about working on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers would celebrity was celebrities would visit their set. He said that the big ones who came by were to get ready for this motley crew: Gene Simmons, okay. Mike Myers, and John Claude Van Damme brought their kids with them to see Power Rangers in action. That's, Can you fucking imagine showing up to set one day? And just Gene Simmons from Kiss, maybe in the Kiss that's makeup. That's so funny. That's so just weird. coming by, right? Because they those guys are all old enough where their kids were literally. Yeah, God, that's so funny. Like John Claude Van Damme, I'm like, okay, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Where it's like, oh, this is how we're doing like action stuff in the '90s, but like, right. that's so funny. Mike Myers coming by, like getting ready to do Shrek or some yeah, shit, yeah. just like coming by, just so being like, funny. "Yes, these guys will be watching me on screen." Yell, "Donkey!" Yeah, yeah. To everybody. He's walking into a screen test for Shrek the day that would change his life forever. <laughs> <laughs> the day that they're like, "Listen, dude, uh, Chris Farley died, so we have to cast you as fucking <laughs> oh, this guy That's instead." So funny. Um, several comic book series were based on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, as you alluded to. From 94 to 95, Hamilton Comics produced three separate series, totally 13 issues. Marvel, Com- Marvel Comics produced two series. The first was seven issues based on the second season, and the second with the five issues called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Ninja Rangers slash VR Troopers, which was a flip book with adventures based on the third season and on one side and what was that? On the third season on one side. Oh, and the third season on one side and VR Troopers on the VR other. VR Troopers was another show. They they tried to do it a bunch more with random Japanese shows because there's this sure. also huge show called um, Henshin Rider. There's like another one that's as popular, but it, none of them worked at all. Like Power Rangers is the only one that worked. <laughs> so good. It's just fucking going back to the well so fucking yeah, hard. Yeah. Uh, and the last fun fact here is in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series, Ernie, who, like, runs the juice bar that these kids hang out at, was originally going to be Zordon in disguise, watching over the Rangers from the juice bar. So, I don't know. It doesn't sound like they did that in the series, but it's kind of cool. I can't imagine a worse choice than that would have been. I'm so (laughs) glad they didn't make an even stupider and more frivolous franchise even more frivolous than that. Just the fucking, just the most insane, dumbass shit that's going on during this shit. All right, well, we've reached the portion of the show where we're going to watch some clips. Uh, all these clips will be linked in the show description if you have any desire to watch them along with Luke and I. Uh, Luke, the first clip that I want to watch is the Wait, Power can Rangers. I, can I run to the yes. bathroom really quick? <laughs> yes, okay, go cool, for cool, it. Cool. Go for it. Hey, I'm here. All right. <laughs> fucking fluids are drained and ready to watch That's, some goddamn I'm, I'm ready Rangers. to motherfucking go. Let's fucking go, baby. Um, so this first clip that you've, that I want to watch here is Power Rangers versus Evil Clone Power Rangers Battle. That is yes. the name of the clip. Um, why did you pick this clip, Luke? Well, <laughs> I wanted to pick one that first embodies like the original series because it's amazing. Um, it's it's a mix. So it's a fight where the original Power Rangers are fighting just other people in the same suits. Right. Um, and it's amazing because you can really see like some of the shots, all the extras are just Japanese people. And sometimes yep. they're not. And it's yep. like amazing. Cause it's like embodies so much of what's funny about the series, which is just like, 
you know, they're really just replacing the music and the voices. Um, and reusing, you know, the Morphin sequence over and over again. Right. Um, and I think it just embodies what's, like, both good and horrible about it. Um, you know, yeah. the, the action in it is, like, fun enough, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Is there any... We're going to watch the, like, last minute and, like, 15 seconds of it. It's a little bit longer clip, so I'm just going to play the, like, end battle where they beat the, like, final Red Ranger. Uh-huh. Uh, is there any context that you can give us or know of any context to this clip, or is it just better to go in blind? Uh, you know, it's just it's typical bullshit for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that typical Power Rangers bullshit. <laughs> So he's like a big silver guy with like a like a lightning whip, it looks like. Beautiful. Perfect creature. This guy's getting on my nerves. I just think I always liked mirrors. Let's get him, guys. Classic explosions. Yeah, and it's like it's kid friendly, so there's no blood or sort of any wear and tear on them whatsoever. Exactly. Fucking flipping all a pyramid on top of each other. Incredible. Power Power Lance. Yep, and they got every. Oh, they're putting the blaster together. Yeah, I, you know, this is sort of like classic Power Rangers. This is something they always do in every season where they all have weapons and they all go together. And clearly, the point of it is to sell a toy. Because, I, exactly. you know, it's amazing because even the props look cheap and that, like, they look like the toy equivalent. That's you know? so true. That's um, so true. Yeah, and I think that's a big thing of it. You know, it's pretty easy based on what the things to sell Halloween costume that's just, like, the mask, you know, even if it's not the full helmet. There's a real, like, sort of um, uh, cynical sort of, like, uh, uh, thought and care put into everything in it, you know? Um, like, sure. how to market it. Um I find that a lot of the villains are very beautiful. Like, I like the costumes. <laughs> I find them very amazing. And probably the most artistic part of the show are these very elaborate costumes. They get more elaborate, too, even in later sure. seasons. Um, yeah, but I think it really just embodies sort of uh, just what is Power Rangers, what it looked like, how so clearly it is... Um, you know, just fucking a Japanese show that is clearly because like half the scenes is just all Japanese people, <laughs> and you're yeah, like, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I think I didn't realize until I went back as an adult how absolutely like you were saying it was very clear to you as a kid, but I had no idea until I was older. You know, okay, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I maybe maybe it wasn't clear that like one thing was very clearly like not congruent with everything else, but I felt. Something was this, off. Something was off as a kid. Like, I felt very clearly, and it's the same reason why I never was into Godzilla, really, as a kid, either, because it all just sort of felt like, or at least the Godzilla that I wasn't, like, watching, like, the fucking classic, like, ask Criterion Godzilla. Totally. But, like, those shows that they would just throw on where it was, like, clearly a Japanese import show that had been dubbed. Yes, It just felt dubs. so... Yes. The bad dubs feel so felt so off to me as a kid that I was like, this is like borderline scary. This is like, totally, makes me feel totally, weird, you know, totally. as a kid. But as an adult, I'm like, 
if I had the balls to like make that, like that's just like Crazy. so fun, and it just so and you get there's a carefreeness, you, you know, like here's the idea, and you like get why every studio in the '80s was like, yeah, that's the stupidest shit. Like kids yeah. are gonna see through. That's so dumb, and then it like was such a hit, and, like it was such a phenomenon, you know. Yeah, um, I absolutely captivated the eyes. It really is the beginning because it's like pre Pokemon, pre really anime like Dragon Ball Z coming on like the late sure. 90s. It's like yeah. the first sort of real mainstream one of them of like Japanese culture besides like Godzilla, which is like 40 years before that, uh, entering the American mainstream. And I I do think it really primed people to be ready for anime. Like I know it primed me. Sure, you know? it grew. Powerages yeah. groomed me. <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers groomed you so that by the time you got to anime, you're like, oh, this is my shit. Yeah, this is totally, good for me. Totally. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, is there anything else worth mentioning about that first clip, or are we good to move on I, to the you next You know, clip? I think it's it's the most sort of, like, needs the least explanation, because it's just, sure. like, the most iconic Power Rangers. For sure. Yeah. Well, let's move on to that second clip, yeah. then. The second clip is <laughs> simply is simply titled uh super mega force legendary rangers we're gonna this one's a little on the longer side too but i want to watch the entire thing because this is to me this is the funniest clip yes, i know yes, you are no. partial well, I, I understand sound- i know why it's the funniest <laughs> clip i understand it's insane it imbo- it's insane okay well we'll watch it and i'll sort of say my piece but is there what what was the reasoning behind picking okay, so this clip specifically? It's it's from one of the newer seasons. Um from it's probably from like four years ago now. Yeah. Um now a big thing is like every season it's like, whoa, it's a bunch of rangers from the past. Like they're always doing that shit because like it is a series that only exists on goodwill from a series twenty years ago, much like many franchises we have nowadays. Exactly. Um yes. You know, it, it encapsulates how absolutely terrible the acting still is by the actors they choose to be current yep. Power Rangers, um, coupled with seeing all these now like forty to fifty year old um, character, like handsome actors from the nineties. <laughs> um, yeah, just like you can just see in their eyes, like God damn it, I can't believe I'm still doing it. But they're in the suits, and some of them still have the bodies to really look good in the suits, yes. and some of them don't. Um, and of course, Jason David Frank is at the front of it uh being like we're here and also uh like their power rangers that are in it are um you know there's a few that maybe you recognize but there's some that are even i don't recognize i have no idea who they are you know what i mean because <laughs> there's I, so many fucking people on screen in this clip yeah so yeah yeah it's and like fair yeah, yeah and it's it's um yeah it, I, I think it encapsulates what is so unbelievably and unequivocally bad about power rangers to <laughs> today you know Okay, yeah. yes. The the it's so bad that it's not good, but it's why I like it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> of Power Rangers. Certainly. Um is there any context that maybe we need uh, going into this clip? Super Mega Force is a series that is about them having access to turn into Power Rangers from every other series. And it was made good. I think is like the twenty fifth or thirtieth um uh uh anniversary season in japan so it's interesting because it's like sort of in the japanese version also a a little context here the american version it's stupid blah 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 they're dressed like pirates you don't know why and the japanese version it's a little more interesting is that they the power rangers don't exist and they're space pirates who go around collecting power ranger things that like let them become them and i'm like that's like kind of halfway an interesting idea again 
Also, something I haven't said yet is the Japanese show is barely better. Like, it's also for babies <laughs> okay. and super silly and super dumb, which we'll see sort of in the last clip we'll look at today. Um, okay. But know that this season was sort of made as, like, a love letter to Power Rangers, and even the American okay. one is like that as well. That's, like, a nice... You know, we talked about sort of the, the origin story of how Power Rangers even came to be from this just maniacal, like, yeah. greedy guy who saw an opportunity to capitalize on merch. But the fact that this series exists as a love letter to the franchise, that is actually, like, a nice beating heart and has a nice sweetness yeah, to everything. Yeah, 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 totally. So let's go ahead and take a, let's take a look at this <laughs> fucking thing. All right. <laughs> we, can you, you can hear these clips, right, I, as I'm playing I cannot, them. but I know them by heart. <laughs> okay, let me, let me fucking, because I thought I had the... Oh, there we go. Okay, every time. You'll be able to hear it okay, this time, cool, I cool, promise. Cool. Okay. Oh, God, Here we go. It's so good. Okay. One more fight, guys. This is it. <laughs> hey, guys. Look over there. What's going on? No, who are they? Just one more. <laughs> Just one more fight. A, a full 10 seconds of him closing his fist. <laughs> Just all of us. This is the scene in Anchorman when all the other news teams yes, just show up. This is actually what they based that scene on in Anchorman was this scene. <laughs> Super Mega Force Legendary Rangers. Wild Force? Dino Thunder? Lightspeed Rescue? Zio. Those are these are all the legacy seasons. These are like the they're really pulling from the original too. Okay. Like, they do, like, the first five, and then they pick, like, all the most popular ones. This is just, like, Survivor, like, all-stars, yes, basically, at the end of the day. And this is the one that was on before when Nickelodeon bought it for a while. It was on Nick, so they're showing the one that they're trying to sell toys for specifically. And you just have this just seemingly endless army of bad guys yeah. slowly marching yes. toward these Power Rangers. It's fucked up. Hell yeah. Okay. There's also some... Now, this is how you know it's from the Japanese show. If you look, there's a Red Ranger in the back that is not as serious they adapted. Oh, um, okay. They're still using the suits, or it might be Japanese footage. It's a lot harder to tell which is Japanese footage and which is not in the newer seasons. Yeah, it, to be honest with you, the first time I watched this clip and he sent it to me, it all looked like American shot stuff. Like, it all looked very congruent. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's surprising. Um, it, It's also like... This it. is all obviously Americans because it's like the American actors. Sure. Um, hey guys. Tommy. <laughs> you don't have to do it alone. This yeah. Time. I okay. love this part. I love. <laughs> he says I dreamt about this. Side. It makes. I don't know if as context. It's so <laughs> weird. So there's David. Like, of course. It's our man. He looks like shit in the outfit. I just think <laughs> like, he like doesn't like fit in it right. You know. <laughs> These look, they look, all look like Halloween costumes yes, at a totally, certain level. Yes, totally, totally. I'm guessing because they probably had to rebuild the costumes for them and they didn't spend a lot of money on them. Yeah, why would you? This guy's going to show up for 25 totally, or like totally. five minutes it's or whatever. It's not like hemmed right, you know? Yeah, you ju it just looks like, I, I hope you can fit in this shit because we're not doing anything about totally. it. Totally. Okay, so they're putting a card in, like, a reader? Do you know what's up with that? Uh, every season has a different morpher, and this one, the whole thing is, um, they can put in different figures and cards to change them. Uh, okay. 
I love being a Power so Ranger. She, absolutely and the have reason to say they that. did that is she's one of the only interesting characters, and in that she was evil and then turned good. You know, just like another character of the Green Rangers. Good. Okay. And they fight. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. It's an amazing. It's amazing because the acting is so bad. You know what I mean? Like you can see some of the actor. Like I, you gotta give it up to um the Green Ranger. Green Ranger is that he he the original uh Tommy, he does legitimately seem excited to be there. You know, for sure. In a way that the rest of them like kind of do you know um <laughs> they're barely putting forward this just like yeah we're here we're getting paid like it's, it's fun like, but that guy like wants he's to be made there. i think he really does i mean it's like you know it like it's kind of the like not sad version of something that we consider sad you know what i mean which is sure. like always oh, right thing it's like i don't know dude it's like he has like a super successful karate studio in texas he always does instagram live things i think he's been a guy that social media has really helped sure um, you know absolutely. he has like a million followers on instagram you know what i mean it's like and you're like fuck it bro like you fucking yes. he, he literally cares about martial arts knows that this is his meal ticket and like fucking rides bro yes, he, it, yes. it's like I, i'm like it's like sort of wholesome in an insane way you know it is wholesome it, i mean it is like i'm the green ranger and that's my thing yeah, and yeah. that is going to be my legacy he knows that's his legacy for better or worse totally. and he's committed and he so. teaches kids karate along the way you know it's it's beautiful um but i the reason i picked this clip too is to sort of show the contrast of where it's up out now and that's sort of what all sure. of them look like they look like low budget kids shows there's something that's very like early educational almost about them like there's a brightness to them oh, sure, sure. the acting it's like you know in the 90s it was like a cheesiness that went along with like shitty shows from that time like hercules like the show like so you know what i mean just oh, like for sure yeah but, but it's like this very like weird sort of like uh you know arrested development type thing not the show but like the term of like it, it, it's like just it's this very the voice of power rangers is very clear you know the yes. american show and it is very off like both because the actors are so bad no matter what and the choices and the writing is so inherently for kids you know it, it, right yeah um and i think the fact that it's still that way because they know that it's kind of i think power rangers now sort of exists in this way of a mixture of having goodwill and know that like yeah, if we put this out, we'll know we'll sell a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of toys. And right. they already made the toys in Japan. We just have to print more and change the labeling. So it's, I exactly. think it's, it's a hard reason. It's, there's no reason like not to make Power Rangers, you know? That is an insane way, but a very astute way of putting it. Yeah. It's like, we kind of have to keep doing this because we can't afford not it's to so do it at a certain point. It's so because it doesn't, you're, you're, you're unlike everything else in, in like, you know, media, it, it's so the barrier of making profit on it has to be so low, you know? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. They can just, I mean, the fact that they're literally, I mean, it was birthed out of reusing a Japanese show when half of your footage, maybe even more is already shot for you. Yeah. And you already have, and you just have to shoot half of a script basically. You're, I mean, that's, you're just saving money and that's just such an insane it's way such to a weird, think about It's such a weird shit. And they're also, they, you know, there's a bunch more seasons they don't adapt. Um, just because it's like, they fucking know if they do the dino ones, because that's the original one was dinosaurs. They know yeah. that, like, there's like 10 seasons that are just other dinosaur ones, because they know it, like, will make the most money. You know, it's like, it's like, it's yeah. very calculated. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, cal- it's calculated, and yet absolutely nothing on screen is calculated at all. No, no, so. no, no, no. And they can't act Incredible. at all. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, let's go ahead and dive into this last clip here. You sent me sort of two clips that go together, and I want to watch the latter one that you sent me, which is more or less a transformation and sort of a roll call. The clip is even called uh, t- it's, it's T-O-Q-G-R. How do you say I that? Don't, do you know? I don't exactly know. It's like Toker Ranger. It's what the season of Super Sentai is called that this is from. So this is a Japanese only yeah. show they did not adapt. Um, I would say probably for obvious reasons once we watch the clip. <laughs> yeah. Should I say what it is? Should yeah, I preface it? Well, I feel, I'm so split on you doing that because it's just here. Here's what we'll say: Don't say what it is going on yet. Okay. Let's just kind of let it roll, okay. and then we'll talk about okay. it after because okay. it's okay. just cool. it's amazing, so insane. Yeah, yeah. But did you pick this one because you wanted to show the Japanese yeah. side of things, or why? Yeah, you pick this I wanted one? to show the Japanese side of things and just show like how uh diff- it, it, how both the same and different it is. Um, sure. Uh, using a season that is actually one of the reasons I found out about it over quarantine, and it kind of weirdly also propelled me into, like, looking up a bunch of Power Rangers stuff, because I was like, good, this is so fucking weird that they are doing this there with Power Rangers. Um, (laughs) And that it it, it sort of... Because I never really looked into the Japanese show before, and I was just so, like, interested about the differences because of this. Okay. Well, I think that's... I think we're just going to roll okay. into it because I think that I think this is just one that kind of has to be seen to believe. And again, if you're not following along with us with these clips, they're all in the description of the of the show. Just I mean, if, you, if you're not going to follow along with us, look at these clips. These this clips are short and I, worth your I time. I cannot recommend enough to look at. I think everyone should see this clip. Well, let's fucking let's fucking watch it, baby. Here we go. <laughs> Let's start the locomotion. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is fucking so good. It's a it's I love it. putting the train into the station. Yeah. And then transforming. Because that's like how a train station you say. Oh, I okay. <laughs> okay, that's, that's a better guess than I've ever had about anything related to this show. Departing now, full speed ahead. It's so it's. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So. It's a train. <laughs> that's, that's the big reveal. Um, 
what do you, I don't even know what to say about it other than it's a train and that's insane. Yes, you know, it ultimately. is. It is a, a episode. It's a season of Super Sentai. It's like they're all based on something, right? Just like Power Rangers. Like this season's dinosaur. This season's is, it's cars. This one we're going to space. Right. Um, but it is based on specifically um, the like Tokyo high speed rail system. Amazing. Uh, which is just like, you know. <laughs> popular in japan i mean it's it's like the theme though is like it's trains and like they're fighting an evil train empire taking over the the railways uh everything is train themed it's very silly to transform they put a colored train into their morpher um it's amazing you know the my favorite part is it they uh, literally a white line shows up like a train platform yes. and a voice goes please stay behind the white line as they transform um it's amazing it's it's i really am obsessed with it because it's so fucking silly and off the wall in a way that is very much like the japanese series that the american series like doesn't really do like they are silly, but it's still pretty action-oriented. Sure. Um, but it's fucking insane. So the whole thing with it is the big sell of that season is that they can switch out the colored trains. So sometimes cool. the Red Ranger becomes the Green Ranger. And, like, of that's... Course. That's fuck, and there's fucking trains. Oh, and the six rangers orange because he's a construction worker who works that on is trains. <laughs> that is that. Um, of course, he is. Dude. You know, it's insane. Um, I so I, I I think it's also the what I like about the Japanese show. Again, also th there's something important to mention here is I I don't like <laughs> defending myself, and this isn't to defend myself, but okay. I don't watch the sh the show is unwatchable, even the Japanese version, right? Like, you can't watch it. It's sure. like watching fucking, you know, it's like fully for kids in a way that's like not fun to watch. Yes, um, yes, but for I, sure. I love watching clips because they're so bombastic. Um, okay. You know, their season, the Japan seasons, I think, also get way more ambitious. There's one that's like cops versus robbers theme, where like three of the Power Rangers are like f like famous thieves, and three of them oh, are police wow. officers, and then they like team up. There's one where it's like each one of them is based off of a different sign of like astrology, and they like fight in like huge space wars. Like they do like super ambitious, like the space pirates thing. So I wanted to show this because I think it's cool to see what the equivalent is i think what i was sure. most surprised by and sort of diving diving into these because i was curious like what's the actual show like it's just as stupid as the american show like you think that it's like oh well the source material has to be that much better it's like no it's still really dumb just in like a more japanese way you know it's it's a it's a lateral move from totally, the american totally, show totally, it's, totally. it's not an upgrade or a downgrade totally. it's like damn this is just as stupid just, just as much i would argue toys yeah, I think that there is, to me, there's something more interesting about this train situation than the American stuff. Yeah. Because in the Americans, at least in the clips that we watched here, it was like, okay, and then they're all coming together. Okay, it's like, this is like a plot moment that they're trying to totally. do. Whereas in this train thing, it's just like, yep, we're going to transform into a train. The villains look so cool totally. in this clip. Yes, they look awesome. They, they they really, the newer seasons, like the villain things, you're like, this is actually an amazing piece of costume. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what, what he had like two heads, this yeah. thing that was running towards them. Yeah. Do you know what it was? Um, no idea. No, I have no idea at all. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even better. It's just this thing running towards them with weird, two heads. And what, and... 
Yeah, I think it's like in the same way that like the American version is kind of stays stagnant and it really is like settled into what it is and they like know what it can do is like I will give it up the Japanese version. It's always crazy. Like it's like and every yeah. season is like them really pushing the limits of what the series is in like an interesting way. Again, unwatchable, but fun to watch YouTube clips of just for the sheer absurdity of it, you know? And that's what it is. And that th that this is the, like, if you're into anime and you have not seen, like, these, like, Japanese, like, Power Rangers clips, there's going to be something here that works for you totally. in the short totally. burst of yeah. what it is. So I, I have to highly recommend checking out this Japanese version of this train shit. This yeah, is it's insane. Crazy. And there's so many clips. I mean, I, I was trying to choose between. There's, like, so many fun ones. Like, they've, you know, they really... They take the fucking, like, you gotta hit it. They're like, we're doing trade Power Rangers, and baby, they're doing pretty much everything <laughs> you could ever think you could do with trade Power Rangers yes, in dude. that show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Luke, I got one more question for you, and then we'll and then we'll wrap this baby up. Yeah. And this is this is a big question, so can you handle what I'm about to ask I'm, you, you I'm, think? I'm ready, though. I'm absolutely okay. ready and willing. Okay. Big question here. As of, what is today? March 12th? Okay, as of March 12th, 2021. What do you think the legacy of Power Rangers is, for better or worse? Um, you know, I think, I, I do really think returning to that point of, like, I think it did usher in, it was, like, a real sort of harbinger of, like, Japanese culture becoming so entwined with American pop culture. Sure. I mean, now, today, like, unequivocally, you know, like, it's, like, in that, and that is, it's probably the best thing it's done, um... Yeah, I think that's, like, it, because it, as a franchise, I though I do think it's, like, you know, I, I think as a cultural artifact, it's so interesting, because there's nothing else like it, and that's sort of my sure. obsession with it, and that's also its legacy. But, yeah, I think it really, you know, I mean, obviously, there was, like, anime coming in from the 80s, but it was really, um, you know, only, like, weird people who, like, traded VHSs and seen, like, Akira until, like, exactly. the late 90s, you know? So it really was this, like, amazing thing that I think people saw the success of that and they're like all right i guess these kids love this japanese shit you know i i i, I think there's really a one-to-one -one there that is like now why you know anime is far, like so like man i remember when i when i was moving out to california last year we stopped in uh las vegas and like all the like you know stands where they're like selling toys to kids in like yeah. the hotel most of it was anime stuff which i thought was oh, so shit. interesting yeah it's like that's kind of like the baseline of like i think what kids like most of the time that like marvel you know sure um, and it's thanks to power rangers is the thesis i'm gonna <laughs> put forward now well thank you power rangers thank you mighty morphin power rangers yeah. thank you thank you to our japanese counterparts doing yes. train weird train, train shit, shit. And, yeah. over in japan so bless up to power rangers let's get f's in the chat going for power rangers some dubs in the chat going yes, for power rangers God uh luke we did it baby that's the whole show man it. i've been waiting to uh rant to someone about power rangers i went on a huge rant to my girlfriend about power rangers like at some point over the <laughs> pandemic and i'm like I'm sure she I loved that. yeah she was like <laughs> she was like oh that's very interesting <laughs> <laughs> maybe 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 we should hang out in separate rooms for a little yeah, bit yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah for sure man yeah that's so cool i guess you know <laughs> 
I mean, let's not talk about that ever again between us. So, well, thank you so much for doing the show. This was this was awesome, dude. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to wax poetic about my favorite thing on earth, dude. You did, and you did it well. And so now the floor is yours. The reason you came on the show. What do you want to plug? Get those plugs out. Yeah. So I've got this Power Rangers script. I'm like shopping. You know, you plugged it at the top. I, you know, I do this comedy stuff. Shrimp Boys, Hell Trap Nightmare. Check that out. Um, I, you know, I have been really getting into Twitch streaming. Twitch.tv slash the Luke Man. I'm doing. I, I don't really do much. I'm trying to push myself to not just stream video games, just because like to do any. You sure. Know. Uh, I've been doing a weekly call-in show with my friend Wyatt. Um, that's been really fun. Just like taking calls from people. Uh, I'm doing uh, like this show where I try and make a movie in one hour, like write and edit it. And it's a lot Good. of fun with some friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. So follow me on there. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do as many wacky sort of show formats as I can. So, yeah. What, uh, what do you have a consistent schedule or is it just Luke's on Luke's live? I, we're we're doing the call in show like Friday nights generally or Thursdays. We're still figuring out. I, I feel like that's the thing I'm missing. Cause I've heard like of Twitch, you gotta have a consistent schedule, but I, don't, for sure, but I don't, um, but follow me on there and hopefully you will be online at the same time you're online and you'll watch it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Definitely go check out what Luke's doing over there. Check out the shrimp boys stuff. Uh, they're doing some cool shit as far oh, as I'm yeah. concerned. So absolutely. Uh, I'm going to get a couple plugs off now yes. as well. The whole reason we had you on yes. so we could do these plugs at the end. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter and Instagram at my pod on Twitter at my favorite underscore podcast on Instagram. And all these links are in the show description as well. So you don't have to go far. You can listen to my other podcast. It's on the list with Noah and Mason. We talk about underrated albums and movies on that show. This week, we will be talking to the Very Ape podcast folks, Sean Dunn and Cass Greener. If you listen to this show, which hopefully you do, and this is not your this is not your foray into it, we talked to them a couple episodes ago about LSD, and they were nice enough to join us on It's on the List. We're talking about Pure Guava by Ween and American Boy, a profile of Stephen Prince by Martin Scorsese. So go check us out over there and follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you can check out your local government uh, comedy stuff that me and Fed are doing. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at YLG.world. That's dot with a period. And on YouTube, your local government comedy. Got some fun stuff up there. If you liked the Family Guy conversation, <laughs> there is a uh, video of me telling you which cartoon MILFs I would let sit on my face and oh, I not that let video. sit on my that face. That really made me laugh. I watched that video. <laughs> and I, can, I, I can recommend that for myself. Thank God, dude. Hell yes, dude. Uh, but that's it, I think, as far as plugs I got are concerned. Again, Luke, pleasure, man. This was awesome I, for me. I hope it was good for you. I liked that the last episode of this was guys talking about LSD, something cool, and now this episode is just a 28-year-old man talking about how much he knows about Power Rangers for truly almost two hours, and I still had more to say. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to... <laughs> You got to bring me up for part two where I talk about the season I'm currently watching. That's right. I was (laughs) lying before. I do watch them, and I'm watching one called Power Rangers RPM. So, okay. uh, Yeah. I have to do an entire separate episode, part two, about with the RPM. About you RPM, could, you dude. could, because it's an interesting season. But that we'll save that for the next one. <laughs> we'll save that for the for episode two, Luke. This is the part of the show where you help me say goodbye to everyone. Right. So will you help me say goodbye? Yes. Three, two, one. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh.